Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back to Hachzeik. We are up to Shear 43, and we are at the end of Perik Yud, where the Mesilas Sharm continues. He's talking about the Midah of Nikias and said, David HaMelech was very happy that he was Zochet to reach the Midah of Nikias of cleanliness. I washed with Nikios, my hands. And I was able to surround your Mizbeach. The only way he was Zocha to this was because of Nikios. He was able to, who a royally rose, to see the face of Hashem, so to speak, to walk in front of Hashem when he's in clean clothing. Imagine going to of a king, you want to have clean clothing. Without this, he should be. He would be embarrassed to stand in front of the king. And the Mesilas Sharm basically says this is a very big madriga. This is a very malacha rabba, a very a lot of work. To really get to the shlemus of this mida. And it's important to note that any level of nikias we get to is already a level of nikias, even if we don't have the complete level like David HaMelech, but we can have a little bit of that level and a little bit more of that level to learn about it, to think about it, to work on it. David HaMelech was unique. He was perfectly clean. This is something for us to know. That David HaMelech was such a tzaddik, he had not a nidnud chet. And like the Gemara says, even with the Maisa Bashavah, anybody who says David HaMelech did a sin is making a big, big mistake. Don says a story about a Yid who wanted to teach Tanakh. He was in the army and he was asked by the government if he would teach Tanakh in a school. So the Yid asked the Rav Shach and the stipler, and they both said the same thing. He said, if you don't know Shas and Gemara, if you don't know Midrashim about Tanakh, then you don't know Tanakh. You only know yourself, the way you think the Tanakh means. You only could teach Tanakh if you have Teresh Pet. Because you're going to teach, for example, the story of David and Masheva and make David look like not a good person. That's because you don't have Tarash Bal Peh. But if you have Tarash Bal Peh, you'll know the greatness of David and Malach and you'll be able to figure out what the Tanakh is really, what it really means. And then the Mesil Sharm continues and says, Nikias helps us discern, stay away from big others, and even things that we think are good to realize maybe they're not so good, to really have a fresh pair of eyes on what we're doing. And a good Eitzah is to ask ourselves, what would I, would I tell my Rebbe what I'm doing? If not, then maybe I should recheck. Would I tell a good friend what I'm doing? If not, maybe I should recheck what I'm doing. And he says, And the small things surround the person with Shasadin. Most people don't realize that a lot what they're doing is gezel sometimes. And some people don't realize it's what they're doing is arayas. And everybody doesn't realize avak lashnahara. This is not lashnahara. That's not lashnahara. Because it's not because we don't want to be careful. It's because we don't know that it's lashnahara. It's so delicate. It's so small in the eyes of people. They don't recognize it as an avera. As opposed to David Amalek, again, he says, 
was a person who says, David Melch was a person who was completely clean, not like the other kings who were tzaddikim, but weren't completely king, like Chizkiyahu and Asa and Yoshafat. David Melch was able to say with confidence, I'm going to win the war because of my cleanliness in Avodah Hashem. It's unbelievable, an unbelievable thought about the cleanliness and the perfection of David Melch. David Melch understood that the way to win a war is not because he was a warrior. And he was a king of a powerful army. The way to win, win a war is Avodas Hashem and understand Hashkacha Pratis. That Hashem makes people win when they are close to him. As the Pasuk in Kehela says, People think that, oh, the, he could run a race fast because he's light on his feet. No, it's because Hashem gives him that strength at that moment. People think, oh, that warrior wins the war because he's so strong. No, because Hashem gives him that moment. People think, oh, that guy is really talented. He makes a lot of money. He's so rich because of his degree, because of his hard work, because of his intelligence. It's not true. It's because Hashem gives him the siyata deshmaya to make that money. That has to be drilled in again and again and again. And that's what David Melech was is telling us again and again and again, and Shlomo Melch also is telling us again and again and again. There's nothing else. Einod Mulvado. There's nothing else. There's a... Don here brings a story in Tainus where Hanina Mendoza saw his daughter was sad, and he says, what's wrong? And she says, I was... just lit, lit, lit the Shabbos candles, it's already Shabbos, and I realized I used, instead of olive oil, I used vinegar, the wrong jar, and it's not going to light. I'm so sad. So Rechanina Vidosa said, don't worry, the same Hashem who says to the olive oil to go ignite and fuel fire will tell the vinegar go fuel fire. What's the difference to Hashem? And of course the nays happen. And the message here is so important that when olive oil burns, it's not the olive oil that's burning, it's Hashem saying to the olive oil burn. So then there's no difference. That's such an important lesson. The Nefesh talks about this in Shar Gimel. The sight of Amun is to know there is no force in the world, not from humans, not from objects, not, not from anything besides HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no other force. And it's a sgula nefla. If a person's in a bad predicament, a very challenging, difficult, scary predicament, the Nefesh Chaim says the person to close their eyes and focus and think there is nothing else. There is nothing else besides Hashem. There is no Kayach. There is no Kayach of evil. Besides Hashem, I'll giving that Kayach of evil. There is no Kayach of Tuma. There is no Kayach besides Hashem feeding the Kayach the ability to exist. But really meditate on that. Deep, deep, deep meditation. There is nothing else. Nobody can hurt me. There is nobody else. No other force. Everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You'll be saved at that moment. And there's stories, but the Rishkarov used this during the Holocaust. He had to walk in front of a Nazi. He did this gula, and the, the Nazi didn't see him. Rabbi Yoyna writes in Shari Tshuva, Shari Gimel, The Iker is not loisira. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Loisira. Don't be scared. Rabbi Yoyna says, even if it's a person sees Yeshua, a yira, a tzara kreiva, something very dangerous is coming close. 
to your Yeshua Hashem a person should have the Yeshua of Hashem in their heart already and have the Tachan 100% B'Tachan Hashem is in control even if you see an Amrav it looks like a lot of enemies a lot of problems there are no enemies there is no problems there is nobody else besides Hashem in front of him and the, the enemy and the problem will go away Midah connected Midah that is a, it's a school of Nefesh Chaim talks about it Rebbe Yehudah talks about it and it's really a Mishnah in, in Rosh Hashanah when Moshe Rabbeinu picked up his hands, the Jews war, won the war against Amalek. When he put his hands down, they lost. And the Mishnah asks, you think the, Moshe's hands can make people win a war? It doesn't make any sense. And when Moshe puts his hands down, they lose. It doesn't make any sense. And the Mishnah is saying, no. When he put his hands up, they were all looking up and thinking about Hashem in control. That's why they won. When he put his hands down and and it looked like defeat, it looks like there is nobody up in top of control. They lost the Muna, that's why they lost. And the last thing in the parak he says is this Mida is a very difficult Mida because naturally a person um, is easily seduced by the Yitzhahara and not able to see his own deeds and not able to discern. But anybody who reaches Madrega is, has reached a tremendous Madrega because he won a very difficult war. And the obvious question here, Dunn asks, is if it, how many of us are really going to reach this Madriga? Why are we learning about this? We should spend our whole life on two things, Zahiras and Zerizas. Right? Halavai, right? We're careful from Averis. And Halavai, we work on energizing ourselves to have Zerizas to do mitzvahs. Why, why are we talking about Nikias of perfection and cleanliness? And like Dovin Amalek, we're talking about things that are out of our ballpark. And Dunn says, yeah, that may be. There's no all or nothing, even in this Midah, even in the future Midas. If you work on Nikias a little bit, then you're ready touching and you're ready adopting in your life the Midah of Nikias. Even if you think about it, even if you just do it a little bit, you start thinking about your Kavanas, you start thinking about your ways, you're ready building, cleaning out your system. You know, when you have to clean your house, you can't clean everything in one shot. You clean a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. Eventually, you have a different home. Nikias is a growth is a growth in progress. It's it's a work in progress, and uh, don't give up just because it's difficult. Mishael Salanter would say that in El a person has to take a Kabbalah on themselves, even a small Kabbalah. A person should do because once you do a tiny tiny thing, you want to do another tiny thing, and you'll be successful. You want to do another tiny thing. Voda filu katana the derech is even a small thing is a big thing because it leads to big things because they grow and sometimes smaller is better because you guarantee success and then the next success the next success and give yourself credit and recognize your success so it grows and grows and grows and then you have a tremendous amount of Nikias thank you so much for listening thank you so much for joining have a wonderful day You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.